Prioritizing passion. What losing someone close to us teaches us about the importance of living a passion-fueled life. Hello and welcome to the Live Fully Die Happy podcast. This is Helen Keenan from The Vibrant Professional and in this episode I'll be sharing my story into what really woke me up to realize how important living life to the full really was. I'll be sharing insights on the importance of prioritizing passion and the importance of putting your passion and happiness first without guilt. Just a little note on this episode before I begin. The story I'm about to share with you mentions a journey through loss, but you can rest assured that I'll have much more upbeat content for you in my next episode, which will be all about SEX. Alright, so without any further ado, here is my story. So being the passion-fueled Pisces that I am, I've always been one to chase dreams and to strive to put my passions first. My ultimate passion has actually always been performance and so I trained as a dancer and actor many years ago and still enjoy working in this area today. But I got a lot of stick for this choice. People trying to talk me out of it, you know, from a very young age, but I flew in the face of their fear and opinions regardless and actually... In all honesty, I'm really, really proud of that even to this day. Now, if you tuned into my last podcast episode, you might have realised that I work with clients to help them banish burnout and get their mojo back. So you might be wondering, well, if her main passions is performance, what on earth is she doing here talking to us? And, you know, why is she working in the wellness space and, you know, working with people on burnout? And that is a fantastic question. So here it goes. Things took a drastic turn for me back in 2012. This was the most painful time in my life to date. Unfortunately, back in 2012, I lost my dear mother. She had just turned 54. We didn't see it coming. And to cut to the chase, seeing my mother die in front of me was like nothing I had ever experienced. It was the most surreal experience Yes, one that's packed in an undeniable punch of reality at the same time, you know. It was a it was a huge reality check. When my mother died, she died at a time in her life where and forgive me, this is still actually very hard for me to share publicly. She died at a time in her life where I know in my bones was not a happy time for her. Her health, her energy, self-worth were not in a good place and my intuition also tells me that she was really unhappy at that time. Ultimately, she was burnt out and unfulfilled, at least from where I was standing, that, that is my opinion. Throughout the later stages of grief, in reflection on my own life, and now with obviously a newfound respect for, for time and mortality, I had a mixture of feelings coming up for me, but as I was reflecting on my own life choices and actions, thankfully, you know, I did have a feeling of of validation in there. And, you know, that's because, you know, I was a dream chaser and a risk taker. Even though I hadn't gotten to my end goal yet, I was really proud of myself for at least trying and, you know, putting my passions first, no matter what. But actually, surprisingly, Stronger than that came a sense of purpose. I didn't want to die like my mother, burnt out and unfulfilled. 
I realized that I wanted people to live fully so that they could die happy, with as little regret as possible. And with this life experience, you know, with losing my mom, I realized that, you know, my purpose in life and in business was born. I realized I want to make the world a happier place one person at a time through this live fully, die happy philosophy. And so that really was where my entrepreneur journey in the burnout space began. This is now the philosophy I live my life by. It's the cornerstone of the messaging in the book that I'm currently writing. It's what I want not only for myself, but for my clients and for the world and for you. This was especially clear to me when I lost another significant family member just shy of a year after my mother's passing. This person, she was such a beautiful soul and she meant the world to me. But after a heroic fight, she unfortunately lost her battle with cancer, followed two months later by my aunt, another unfortunate lost battle with cancer. And I share this with you, not to utterly depress you, but to paint the picture of just how delicate life truly is and therefore why it is so important to put your own happiness first and of course your health too. To live a passion-fueled life is important. These events created a monumental quake in my life. It seemed like the people I love the most in life were vanishing. And honestly, this created immense, immense fear in my nervous system and in my soul. It seemed like death was all around and just, you know, that time was running out. I felt under pressure in that way all of the time. And then suddenly, you know, lost time and regret was something I began to notice in others. I mean, I saw it everywhere. And I'm not just talking about grief here, like even moving away from that whole conversation. I saw this in everyday situations. Take, for instance, the train station. The nine to fivers who boarded the same train at the same platform at the same time, day in, day out. They were alive but they were not living. You could see the tiredness, the boredom, and sadly, lack of soul in their faces. And this once again ignited a fire in my belly to help people, you know, banish burnout, increase the sense of happiness and fulfillment in their lives, and help them to live a passion-fueled life. Because I was looking around, and I was just seeing people, and they just seemed so empty. And it made me so sad. I just, for me, I couldn't stand by and watch or hear about another person dying, knowing that their happiness and fulfillment wasn't what it could have been. This is ultimately what led me to my journey as an entrepreneur some years later, coaching people who want more from life to essentially get their life back. One that excites them, one where, you know, they're present and energized and showing up as the person they truly want to be and the person that they truly want to see for their own life, for their own sake and for the sake of their nearest and dearest in their lives. And of course, this is not to say that I am always a 100% picture of happiness. Of course I'm not, I'm human. But I am a relentless advocate for prioritizing fulfillment and happiness as much as possible. 
and prioritizing your passion has so much got to do with that because really if we're not having a good time in life what are we doing really what are we doing and of course we may not be happy all of the time and that's completely normal because you know we need to consider we are all still navigating life post-pandemic in fact throughout the pandemic i actually hit an all-time low and somewhere in between drowning my sorrows with barrels of tea and countless boxes of biscuits whilst wearing a ridiculously fluffy pink dressing gown that I lived in for many months of lockdown, which, by the way, was a gift from my mother many, many years ago and I will never throw away, <laughs> I suddenly had yet another wake-up call. If catching my reflection in the mirror wasn't enough, like, seriously, Bridget Jones, eat your heart out, puffy eyes from crying for hours, crumbs on my dressing gown from binging on biscuits in front of N MTV's teen mom that I had no interest in but watched for some reason committedly for weeks anyway. I then heard something on the radio. It was a quote from Annie Dillard that when I heard it first, it literally shook me. It made me realise the importance of taking action today. And that quote was, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. Now, I kid you not, this quote scared the living bejesus out of me. And jokes aside, I realised that I had fallen back into complacency and, in fact, well, in honesty, a bit of depression, more than a bit of depression, actually, throughout the lockdown. But, you know, this was yet another wake-up call that I needed. And it reminded me of another famous quote, you know, the one that says, nothing changes if nothing changes. And it's just so true. And it was actually right then when I decided to get myself together, brush myself off and truly follow my own advice and step out into the world with the vibrant professional business that I have now, helping others to banish burnout and get their mojo back. Because Trust me, I had completely lost mine and it felt horrible. And honestly, horrible is an understatement. But I'm trying my best to keep this talk PG. Now, from all these experiences, you know, losing people close to me, lockdown getting the better of me, the better of my spirit, and what felt like at the time a monumental wake-up call with thanks to Annie Dillard, I learned a couple of key lessons. Number one, that rest is key. Number two, that boundaries are a must. And number three, that you must feed your soul. Now, just uh, circling back to rest there, there is no point in trying to be superwoman or superman. Rest is vital. We must, must, must allow ourselves time to recalibrate our mind and body and honestly, I also learned that sleep does not actually necessarily equate to rest. We need to allow ourselves to switch off and enjoy ourselves. Enjoying, you know, the things that we love doing and spending time with the people that we love most. So, so important. And it's just something that I think is overlooked time and time again. And now to the lesson on boundaries. You know, I obviously bought boundaries off as a, a key priority in episode one. And there's a reason. They're so freaking important. Um, but this was really clear to me from this experience. Like, I'm sure we can all think of someone in our lives that drains the living bejesus out of us. And, you know, it's okay to put boundaries in place. 
Um, and you know, this, this can be the case with even friends and family. It doesn't mean that you don't love that person. It just means that you love yourself too. You love yourself enough to put a boundary in place so that you have the grace and the space to do your own thing, to be you, just to take a beat. And by the way, it's okay to say no sometimes. Saying no is actually super important. And actually, in this whole conversation of boundaries, it's, it's really a great thing to realise that actually putting boundaries in place is actually an act of self-respect. It is literally one of the most powerful things you can do to try and cultivate that for yourself. And it can be tricky. It can be, it can be a process. But I really highly recommend that you try your best to practice saying no and put those healthy boundaries in place because when you do, you know, it's visceral. You can feel it. It's, it's, it's all an energetics thing. And finally, going back to the lesson about feeding your soul. Now, this totally speaks to this whole episode theme of prioritizing your passion. You know, feeding your soul, leading a passion-fueled life. Well, you know, that's the whole point of this story anyway. And as hard as it might be, you know, imagine yourself in your deathbed and like if today was your last day, what might it be that you regret never making time to do? We need to listen to this information. So whatever has just come up for you right now, that is a message from yourself. It's important. It's vital intel from your soul guiding you to take action on what really matters to you. It's your inner voice. Listen to it. Really, listen to it. Because ultimately, you don't want to be on your deathbed bitter and full of regrets. I don't want that for you, and I certainly don't want that for myself either. Don't make excuses. Allow yourself to do the things that you love with the people you love. And by the way, that includes doing things by yourself for yourself just because you can. It is so important to make sure that we feed our soul, to feed our spirit, you know, that we inject joy into our daily life, whether it's something we wear or something we do that brings us a sense of high energy or just something that uplifts us in some way. We can't expect anybody else to do this for us and really it's our responsibility and actually our duty to do that for ourselves. And not only this, because, well, you know, you deserve it and you do. And I promise you, I'm not trying to be, you know, a L'Oreal ad here, you know, because you're worth it. Uh, but, you know, they do have a point. <laughs> it's true. You're worth it and you deserve it. You deserve to be happy. You do. It's fact. Let that sink in. And as soon as you can make peace with that, and you can take that on board, maybe, just maybe, you begin to make choices that all of a sudden seem to make your world a little brighter. So before I wrap this up, I'd love you to try a little something. I invite you to close your eyes. And what I want you to do is, I want you to think of somebody who you love most in the world. Now, somebody that's still with us. I want you to think of everything you do for that person or that you would happily do for that person if they asked. And take a moment to sit with this. 
and now I welcome you to open your eyes once again and I now have a favour to ask you okay I'm now asking of you to try and love yourself as much as you love that other person so that means prioritising your needs as much if not more than that other person to prioritise your happiness in a way that allows you to be fully lit up, fully energised, so that you can show up in the world as your awesome self, so that you can feel amazing, so that, you know, you can put yourself first, so that not only you, but everyone else you care about can benefit. Because as we all know, if we don't look after ourselves, we can't expect to look after anybody else. Now, I know that a life of fulfillment and happiness and health is achievable for us all. And I invite you to join this Live Fully Die Happy movement. The guilt-free action of putting yourself first. And finally, I just want to finish up this episode with this. When we lose someone close to us, sometimes it's like their whole life flashes before us. When we lose someone close to us, you know, we might end up reflecting on the relationship we had with that person, how we spoke to that person, how we showed up for that person, and even how they spoke to us, how they showed up for you. When we lose someone close to us, it's really a catalyst for a lot of reflection and change. But what we get from their departure is actually a gift to navigate life with a different perspective, a new perspective with all of the lessons that we have learned from them, from their lives, from all that we have observed about them and their lives from a distance. We learn from their triumphs, from their mistakes. We learn from their qualities and their approach to life. But here's the thing. If you're not careful, you can end up spending your life worrying. Spending your life on the hamster wheel tirelessly, competing in the rat race, keeping up with the Joneses, doing all the things that essentially rob you of your joy and take time away from you and the people you love and the passions you could be pursuing. Time. Time is a gift and we need to spend it well. So spend it doing the things that you love, spend it with the people that you love. Laugh more, complain less and live. I mean truly live. It is only us that can put our happiness first. No one else can do that for us. And we're actually in control of this. And I know that's not to ignore that sometimes things happen that are out of our control and that can affect how we feel. But how amazing is it? Because for the most part, we are in control of our happiness. We are in the driver's seat and it's true. It may not feel like that all of the time, but you know, with how noisy the world can be, but it is true. And I think if our dearly departed could tell us anything, it would be, in this life, make the most of it. And that starts with our choices. It starts how we step out in the world and how we choose to feel. Trying to choose joy every day. Trying to choose passion every day. And it is my wish for you that this story can inspire you to put your own health, your own happiness, your own passions first to prioritise passion and understand the importance of it. Because a life lived without passion is a life wasted. 
So once again, I invite you to join this Live Fully Die Happy movement by taking the guilt-free action of putting yourself first. And that brings this podcast episode to an end. If you've been affected by anything brought up in this podcast, please do reach out to someone or indeed feel free to DM me on Instagram at The Vibrant Professional. I am more than happy to hear your story. If you're enjoying the Live Fully Die Happy podcast so far, please make sure to subscribe and I invite you to leave a review which will help other people to find this podcast too. In the next episode of the Live Fully Die Happy podcast, I'll be looking at a much cheerier subject, promise. I'll be looking at the secret to great sex. Why rocking your own world first is priority number one. You don't want to miss this one, folks. Until next time, amp up your happiness with The Vibrant Professional.